What up, my let's keep it real people? Are you feeling a little down the dumps, a little blasé? Well, don't you worry. Neo is in the house. Talk about positivity and believing that your thoughts turn to things. You'll never doubt that again after listening to this podcast. Love this dude. You're definitely going to want to share, like it, rate it. And I just want to say a special thanks and shout out. I know I forgot last time. For those peeps that are referring me to keynote speaking engagements and workshops, I'm out there again and loving it and supporting my books and journals still. What would I do without you? What would I do without you? Much, much gratitude. Enjoy. Toodles. This is Let's Keep It Real with Sandy Joy Weston your weekly dose of positivity with awesome stories and guests from all over the world. It's an opportunity to learn some great new things and expand your mind. We'll tackle topics from all areas of life, and as always with Sandy, the sky's the limit. Hello, hello, my let's keep it real people. I know you're going to say to me, what up, Weston? How is it you never had this guy on your podcast before? I don't know. I don't know. But we attracted each other now, and he is here, and you are going to love him. You are going to want to share this, like it, rate it. I'm telling you, he is the bomb. But before I introduce you, let me tell you a little bit about Neo. Last name, Positivity. Okay, come on. Is that right up my alley? Neo currently throws a summit called, <laughs> could you guess? Neo Positivities Thoughts Become Things Summit. Over the past 13 years, he's interviewed hundreds of law of attraction specialists, would have loved that, and cataloged their greatest techniques. Now they're all on display in this guru group mastermind as they answer questions from the audience and change lives from depression to living a happy, fulfilled life, and from 40 plus hours a week to retirement. Woohoo! He's a father, an avid pilot. Yeah, why didn't he just fly up to Philly? And voice of thoughts become things movement. Neo, what's going on in Florida? How are you? Hello, 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 everyone, and thank you, Joy, for having me on your show. I am amazing. It's a little hot, but I'm amazing. <laughs> Yeah, we're both sharing stories of post-nasal drip, but we'll skip that. We'll go right into what I ask all my guests. You get to pick one word, whatever it is, to best describe your past 30 days, and then tell us why you picked that word. My past 30 days. And whatever the word is, pops in your head. I would say exciting. Exciting. Okay. It's tell been us extremely exciting. exciting. I do a lot of mental work. I ask myself okay. questions and I listen to the answer that comes to me, you know, that intuitive answer. And then I dissect why that answer came. And then I go deeper and deeper and deeper. Um, and it's led me to so many different what I call mental exercises or, or ways of seeing and ways of being. And I've been using them and exploring them and They've been yielding results, amazing Ooh. results. I mean, I've been doing this for the past 14 years, but in the past two have been the most critical as far as gaining information. And the past two months has superseded everything before that. So it's been very exciting. You know, I'm so glad you said that because 
I feel like I've been doing this my entire life, but there are times, uh, maybe even days, weeks, maybe a year that I feel like, holy moly, like, how did I not know this? Like, I'm constantly rediscovering and learning. And isn't that what it's all about? You know, what's the other side or the second thing to piggyback on that is you learn a great mental exercise or something great to do 10 years ago and you haven't thought about it. Then you read it somewhere and you're like, oh my goodness, I forgot about this one. It's such a great right? one. And you go back to using it again. So yes, it's, it's, it's fun and it, it takes a lot of effort to stay on top of it and remember to do your mental exercises. But the results, I mean, I mean, it's the ability to create your future. I mean, what better results could you have than that? <laughs> I know. <laughs> You know, I'm going to tell you a funny story because you're going to really relate to this. Years ago, when I was writing my book, Train Your Head by a Follow, I got together what I called the powers to be. Like, you know, you say the guru, the gurus. Well, I got together, you know, like the neuroscientist, the exercise physiologist, the guru, the spiritual leader, the positive psychologist. Anyhow, we were going to come up with this journal that would prompt people to do these mental exercises. And it was going to take five minutes a day, right? Okay. We were so excited. Neo. We were like so pumped. I sent it out to my members of the gym, which are already motivated people. It was going to take them five minutes. And I had them pick an area that they needed to work on. You know, they're sticky wicked. So whether it was, you know, love relationships or, you know, their job or money, you know, they had to pick something, their body health. And guess what? After a year, it failed. Only one person did it. And I'm thinking, how could they not want to, even just for 30 days, spend five minutes on this to get the life they wanted? And you know what my professor said? He goes, Sandy, and I, I was dying to talk to you about this because this was his attitude. Sandy, nobody is going to spend five minutes a day to improve their life unless it's already a belief system they have. Make it one to three minutes until they're convinced and then they'll do it. So I went back out and did it for another year and then they did it. Why, Neo? I've been, I've been like waiting for months to ask you that question. <laughs> that blew my mind. I'm like, why did you tell me? Because when we wanted you to find out for yourself, I'm like, okay. Doesn't make sense to me. You know, I, in my experience, I'm I'm glad you were successful because I haven't been. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee. Wait, I've always, I gotta stop laughing. <laughs> I was life coaching for a little while here in Tampa. Well, I've been doing it for years, but I, I've always done volunteer until I got to Tampa and I joined this BNI group and they had me charging people. But I was life coaching. But out of all the people I've coached, and as hard as it's been to get them to do their mental exercises. It is a, I'm, I, this is neo-negativity. I'm very pessimistic about the percentage of people that are still doing them daily because yeah. it's that difficult. I'll use the word difficult. Mm. Because, I mean, you know, and everybody yeah. listening knows with life coming at you a mile a minute, you just don't have time. I have 54, I think, alerts, but basically reminders. It's a reminder app on my phone. 54, 54 times a day, it will vibrate just once. So some, sometimes I don't notice it. Sometimes I can't get to it when I'm driving, but I make sure it vibrates just once. And that's my key. Do a mental exercise. And if I actually open my phone, it'll show me which one I want to be doing at that moment. I have different ones Ooh. set up at different times throughout the day. In addition to that, I have bank statements, uh, a black card. I have all kind of stuff hanging up around my house, glue tacked to the walls to remind <laughs> me to do these exercises. And 80% of them just go 
to the wayside because life is coming at me at a mile a minute. So mm-hmm. it's just very difficult to do these to remember to remember to do these exercises in itself. And I think that's the I think that's the the offset right there. You know, every mm-hmm. moment is so important that it deserves its own individual effort. Every single moment deserves its own individual individual effort to back out of the daily grind, emails, Facebook, kids, TV shows, and just wake the heck up for a second. I'm here. I'm now. Yeah. I'm in yeah. this room. Once you've done that, then you can move on to a mental exercise. But unless you remember to wake up, yeah, you're not going to do them. And, I, and, and that's, that's what it is right there, remembering to remember to wake up. And I have a cheat code for that. <laughs> you want to hear it <laughs> uh, i think they're like please tell us please tell us yes what's your cheat code i'm writing it I'll, down right now I'll, I'll back up a little bit when i was first learning to meditate it sucked i was a cop in the most dangerous city in america my brain was running a mile a minute trying to solve everyone's problems and it, i just couldn't get it to stop and i remember it took me 16 days this was right after I, 16 days after I, I had saw the movie The Secret because that day I had started meditating. Gotcha, gotcha. 16 days later, I discovered my cheat code. And I said, I took okay. it right from the movie The Secret. I'm so happy and thankful that I am good at meditating. I'm so happy and thankful mm. that I love meditating. I kept saying uh. that. And every that was in 2009. Every since then or 2008, ever since then, I've loved meditating. It's been one of my favorite activities. So that's a, that's a good little cheat code uh, to meditate. Now take that cheat code and say, I'm so happy and thankful that I wake up more often. I'm so happy and thankful that I stop to smell the roses more often these days. Yeah. And when you really talk and you say it out loud and you feel it, you're gonna find yourself waking up more often. Yeah. But it's like jogging. Once you stop doing it, you get bad at it. <laughs> so this is a daily jog that you're going to have to do. I would, I would venture to say hourly uh, yeah. or, or every five minutes if you can, because the more time you spend present, the more time you spend awake. Yeah. I mean, you're awake. You're no yeah. longer on autopilot, letting your autopilot yeah. uh, water the seeds to manifest your future. You're taking over. So it's all a game. And you get out, you get out of it what you put into it. Yeah. You know what you said at the top, which is you hear something, maybe it's 10 years ago, or you've been doing something and then you forget about, well, I like you practice this all the time, but you just reminded me of something of how to word something like I love meditating. Cause I used to tell people to do that about working out. I'm so excited that I found a workout I love. But I forgot all about that, you know, and I haven't been doing that. So it's amazing how not that you don't do things that are effective, but just at the right time, somebody will say something and it'll lock in and you'll be like, oh, yeah, snap. I haven't been doing that. You know what? I'm I am a consistent optimizer. I'm always, always optimizing everything around me to Mm. be more comfortable and suit my needs and so what I did, and this is halfway a plug, I'm going to admit it, uh, I have a subscription. <laughs> <laughs> I have a newsletter that I send out five days a week. And this is what happened. I have 43 mental exercises that I lean on. And okay. because, you know, if you do them today, you do a bunch, a couple, and then tomorrow you do less and the next day you're not doing it at all. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Because of that, we got to switch it up. And so I send this out five days a week. 
So you get to switch it up. And since there's 43 of them, you know, it'll take you a little while before you get back to the first one. And you're like, oh, I remember this one. And so it's 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 a really beautiful thing. Um, I love it's just that. one simple one is like saying I deserve as many times as you can today. I deserve that house. Yeah. I deserve that lifestyle. If you really believe it, then your ego will sit back. It won't kick you in your chest. It'll sit back and let the subconscious honestly answer the question or piggyback on it. And you saying, I deserve that promotion. I deserve that lifestyle. Your subconscious kicks in and gives you a couple of reasons on why you do deserve it. Those are the seeds that we're trying to water. Mm. That's how you're going to pull that thing yeah. closer to you. So take advantage of uh, the subscription and all the different exercises. I'll give you another yeah, one. Yeah, I love that. Favorite ones. Um, yeah. How would it feel to if you if you were to say I'm in the Bahamas, your ego's going to step in and say, no, you're not. <laughs> if you're like me, I like the compound exercise. I like to put them on top of each other. I go to the park. I put my toes in the sand. I close my eyes. I put a little ocean in my ears. I close my eyes and I, I, I imagine myself being in the, in the Bahamas. That's a bunch of different exercises uh, going on at once. And so what you do is you you. Put as many exercises as you can. Oh, and side note, we got to talk about the watcher exercise. Okay. <laughs> we have to talk about the watcher uh, exercise. I, I'm but writing it, that down right now. Nice. Um, so the whole, but what if I do? When you say something out loud, the ego might kick you in your chest. Even if I go to the park and put my feet in the sand and yeah, put the yeah. ocean in my ears, the ego's going to say, no, you're not. You're at the park with your son. You know what it would take to get there? You know, that, uh, how many people have, you know have gotten that so far in their life? And so when you ask the questions, what would it be like mm, to be in the Bahamas yeah. right now? The ego has to sit back, shut up, and let the subconscious honestly answer the question. It yeah. would be great. The weather would be nice. I'd probably jump in a pool. You know, What kind of food would I eat? And then you let yourself go down that rabbit hole for a little bit, but not too long because the yeah. ego will step in eventually and say, no, you're not. You're home. You don't have the <laughs> money for that. You don't have the time for that. You know what yeah. it take to get there? So don't try to stay in it too long and it'll get counterproductive. But these are the little little exercises that come out. They're all really great. Uh, Dolly Parton, I learned from her, not personally, but take as many deep breaths as you can throughout yeah. the day. She tells any, any, you know, she deals with a lot of um, hit artists. And she yeah, tells yeah. them, you know, the day that they're she, that they're going to perform, take as many deep breaths as you can throughout that day. And it does so many different things for you, not only vocally, but getting your mind right. And when you're focusing on your breath, you're present, which is the basis of all of my mental exercises. The foundation is being present. And so she's touching on so many things. And so there's so many of them and we switch them up. So every day you got something new and it was crazy. When I first started this for the first month, I was just sending them out. I wasn't really looking at them myself. Yeah, yeah. And then I looked at one. I was like, holy crap, I needed this today. <laughs> and so now that's my favorite newsletter. I'm like, oh, man, it's a good one. So yeah, 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 yeah. if anyone else can join in on that, that happy feeling of being reminded to do something to better your future today with me, then hop Absolutely. on neopositivity.com and check that out. So, Neo, when you were saying that, you know, you have 43 in a given day, how many do you do? Do you stay with, like you said, what would it be like? Do you stay with that one or do you have a couple that you do throughout the day? I have base ones that I do and the ones that are in the newsletter are probably the ones that I do the least. Okay. Um, when I wake up in the morning, before I get out of bed, I have to do at least 100 affirmations and I could say yes 10 times and then I could say thank you 10 times. That's 20 right there. Then I incorporate, oh. then I incorporate my meeting went great. 
this podcast went great. Been this before I even did it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I love life. Uh, my friend taught me. There's two of them that I try not to cheat with. And uh, what he what he says is, I love my kids. I love my wife. I love myself. I love my life. Now, that could be four, but I make that all one. I make sure I say <laughs> yeah. that whole thing ten yeah. times. Yeah. And the other one is, uh, I don't know, I forget the name of it. It's like, I'm sorry, forgive me, thank you, I love you. I think it's yeah. like Puna Tari, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's another one. But yeah, just go through them. Before I get out of bed, I make sure when I'm standing up, I'm smiling. Oh, so you're out of bed. Your feet are on the floor. No, no, no. This is, I'm not even allowed to get up or look at my phone. Okay. Okay. Before I get out of bed, I'm not even allowed to get out. I'm not looking at my phone or anything. And then while I'm standing up, that's when I'm smiling. And then, you know, that those are, that's my normal morning ritual. And the go-tos, I have a, um, what's it called? An index card that I keep in my pocket at all times. And it gets upgraded every two or three days. I come up with something new that needs to get added on there Mm -hmm. according to what's going on in my life. So sometimes it does get wrinkly <laughs> as an index. Yeah. You can imagine an index card yeah. has been in the pocket for a week yeah. does, but then it gets swapped out for a brand new one. But on that index card are the list of the top mental exercises that I need to do to correct or better whatever the situations that are going on in my mm-hmm. life. You asked me this earlier and, I, and I'd love to point this question right back at you after I answer it. Okay. Um, but you, you touched on it earlier. You didn't ask me. But (laughs) our our weakest point in our minds, what could we work on the most as far as the law of attraction? Um, And for me, the number one thing on this piece of paper I'm holding in my hand right now, Mm -hmm. um, the very top number one thing is confidence. I have have practice over confidence. And it's funny because people will look at me and they're like, oh, man, you look confident. And, uh, you know, some people would say I even look cocky at, at some times. Uh, definitely when I'm playing football or video games, I'm looking or flying. Yeah. Uh, I'm, a little, I'm a little cocky because I just I just that's just me. Um, yeah, you but, know, you know, you're, you're in your zone. Yeah. Yeah. But when it comes to like looks or finances or anything else in life, I'm really not that confident. I'm just big on stats. Gotcha. I gotcha. know that I'm batting a thousand since 2008. So I, mm. I'm really huge on my stats. And that's, I guess, what gives me that pep in my step where I'm holding my head high. But yeah. as far as saying and verbally being confident, that's just when I say something out loud, I just sound like I feel like I'm being a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and no part of me wants to hype myself up and I have to really work on that because if I got that down, then yeah. Oh my yeah. goodness. Don't yeah. ever tell me the sky's a limit when there's footprints on the moon, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that, that would be my number one thing. Um, and it's so funny how I can, I can be confident in my finances, but not confident in my finances. <laughs> it's such a weird thing. Um, but I'm a work in progress. As we oh, aren't are. we all aren't we you know I, I I believe that anyone who is on this path you know self-growth uh, seeking knowledge and has an understanding of how the universe works at any you know given time there's always going to be an area maybe it's not you know down in the dumps but 
you're going to want to take up a notch, take up a level. You're always going to have that. I always tell people, listen, when I got all the areas of my life rocketed out, I'm going to the next one, right? Because I'm done. So that's how I feel like there's always something or some area that I want to up level. I call it up leveling. Life would just be so depressing if I was maxed out at everything. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Okay, I got it all. See you, that see is, you next round. <laughs> that is my worst fear. That is no. the only real thing that I fear. I mean, yeah, I was a cop in the most dangerous city in America. On the SWAT team, chasing people down dark alleyways every night. So, I, And I fly as often as I possibly can. So yeah. as you can imagine, my fear level is, you know, like I said, the only thing I fear in life is getting to the point where I know it all. I, I would just, I'd be done with this realm. I'd be like, this is boring. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I just, you know, don't think that will ever happen to you. Me neither. Me neither. Because you're always going to create excitement in your life. You're always, whatever it is, you know, you always have the next thing that you're going to be reaching for, whether it's for yourself or, you know, giving back to the universe. I mean, look what you're doing with the freaking summit. I mean, come on. When did you come up with that idea? Well, when I first learned about the law of attraction, I wanted to know everything I could about. I immediately was obsessed. And I couldn't, you know, nobody else was talking about it. And the internet wasn't a good source. I don't even think YouTube was out. Um, it might have been, but I, I at least I, I didn't know about any other sources. So what I did was I started interviewing people with a secret, uh, a secret agenda to learn as much as I could about yeah, how they're yeah. using the law of attraction. By the way, I'm doing that with you today. <laughs> so if you got anything, I'm taking it. Yeah. And that's what it was. I just interviewed one person at a time for 13 or 12 years. And then I was like, you know what? Every time I sit down with somebody, we exchange beautiful ideas. And mm. like, I, I call it a beautiful tennis match. We're hitting yeah. the ball yeah. back and forth. Yeah. But every yeah. now and then, two ideas collide and birth a new one. And we both walk away with something that we're going to try right after, you know, that podcast or that interview. And I was just coming up with such beautiful results that I said, you know what, if me and one person can birth something beautiful and new, then imagine what'll happen if there's eight of us sitting there exchanging ideas. Mm. And that that was it. You know, that day I said, you know what, I'm making a summit. And a month later, you know, Neo Positivity's Thoughts Become Things Summit was up and running and I have just been learning, learning, learning so much. I'm getting great mental exercises and books yeah, yeah books yeah the books yeah. that with the good t you know so there's a lot of law of attraction books out there but some of them you want to cut to the chase yeah you know you got yeah. your think and grow rich um you know the power of now by Eckhart Tolle or new earth those type of books you need those mm. so yeah. you're getting all this great information it's a saturday from noon till four so you know you still got time to go do stuff afterwards but you leave the summit feeling amazing yeah on cloud nine with yeah. a list of new mental exercises that you can't wait to try out and get results yeah. from yeah and yeah. so it's 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 all love it's a win-win for me <laughs> it, it's brilliant it's really brilliant you, and i <laughs> i you know am such an extreme extrovert so even if it's virtual like i feed off of people's energies like when I even forget what I'm learning just 
feeling all their energy makes me just go to the whole next level. You know, I've gone on some of your summits, you know, in the past to see them. And I just got excited, you know, I was dancing around listening to them. I was so excited. <laughs> you know, so another thing I want to add on about my summit that's different from others. Uh, a lot of summits are pre-recorded where someone gets on and they, and I've even been on one. Um, Selena throws a great, Selena Dorsey throws a, I think it's called World Law of Attraction Summit or something like that. Yeah. But, and she'll, in between speakers, she'll come on, announce the speaker, and she'll play an hour interview that she did a couple weeks ago with that speaker. And yeah, it's yeah. great information. It's, you know, lots of, lots of information because we each get to speak for an hour. So I love that format. However, for me, optimizing things, every single summit is a little bit different than the one before. I want people on there live for one because I need questions. Yeah. I want questions. I know the audience is going to get more out of you if they can ask you the questions they want to ask you. Yeah. yeah. You know, you can feed them information all day, but they got specific questions. And I only let my speakers, they got 20 they got 30 minutes total. For the first 5 minutes they answer two questions. And I want you to answer them, please. How do you use the law of attraction on a day-to-day -day basis? Like what mental exercise do you do? And what has it done for you? So for five minutes, they get to answer those two questions. And for the next 25 minutes, they're taking questions from the audience. Wow. And that ratio will tell you right yeah. there how yeah. important to me, live interaction, people getting you on the spot, yeah. digging deep into your mind. I don't want it pre-recorded, something you've said 50 times before in an interview. I want you to give them your all. And so that's what, that's what I pull from my yeah. speakers and the results. I mean, you've been in there and I appreciate you, uh, supporting, but the results show we catch sometimes we put people on a, you know, on their heels and they yeah. come out of yeah. it a better person. Yeah. And then, then we do too. And it's just a, a beautiful thing. I love live. I love it. I freaking love it. Yeah. You don't have to be perfect. You can stutter. You can cough. You can sneeze. People just love that authenticity. Oh, my God. I love it. So what are your two questions? Yeah. How do you All use right. the law of attraction on a day-to-day -day basis? And um, what is it ah, for you? Yeah, this is, this is my life. So a little different than you. All right. So this is what I do. I love words. And so every single day, I use three things that I've been doing since I've been a kid to dream big and imagine where I want to go. It was movement, words, and laughter. That's what I do. But before I even get out of bed, what I do is I envision one word. So whatever it is, ease and flow, peace, power, pure joy, love, whatever I'm feeling that day. And I sit with that. So I take deep breaths and I just visualize me showing up with that word before my feet hit the ground. Then once I get out of bed, the first thing I do is, well, I usually move around and dance, but I then journal. So I use my guided journal books to build off that word. So I have words everywhere. So let's just say my word is pure joy. Then everything after that, my power statement is going to be something that is going to make me feel good for whatever I have going on in that day. And I keep building off the word. And then I do have a gratitude section. And then I send peace, love, and joy to about 20 people. And then whatever I have to get out. So I'll say like, this is what I need to get out, good, bad, or ugly. And then how could I shift it to serve me well? 
So that's how I start my day. And then what I do is dance reset. So every hour I make sure I have time to get up and dance for even a minute, which tunes me into what my body needs, what's going on, where's my head. And I'm almost inevitably don't miss that because I really need that. And then before I go on, whether it's a podcast or even answering an email, I take a step back and I go, okay, what are we trying to put out there? What's the outcome we want? So even before I send a text, get on the phone, even if something simple, you know, versus a big meeting, I've already imagined what the outcome is. So that's what I do on a daily basis. And I've made a lifetime of, you know, making sure that that's the biggest thing that's driving me. So then I I can show up in the world that way for myself and others. And just recently, Neo, I took an eight month course to take my keynotes up to the next level. And my keynote is all about how you show up in the world and how you start your day. So when you were telling me how you start your day, I'm like, oh my God, that's a freaking great one. Because I feel like there's nothing more important. And my keynote, the big idea is all based on life doesn't happen to you, you happen to life. And then we go from there. So that's what I do, Neo. That's, I want to, first of all, I want to hear your keynote because I would definitely love um, how you show up in the world. That statement is just the words show up, do something to you. Yeah. I've always respected when, when, when people say a sentence like that, my respect level for them just ups because it's like, okay, they're putting care into how they show up in the world. So I definitely want to hear that dance reset. I've added that <laughs> to my car. That's in my pocket. In between every single show. Every I, hour. I, have a, I, I won't remember to do it every hour. Because I'm, I'm sometimes tasked and stuff like that, and I'm always doing emails and phone calls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But in between every email and every phone call and every podcast and every live stream, I go outside and I stare off into the trees. And same I'm, thing. I'm, yes. I'm, ad- I'm adding dance to that. Yeah, I am same thing. adding dance because dance does, it does something to me. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it does something to me. And especially for me, like I sold my health clubs in 2019 and I was used to being around so many people and I feed off their energy. And now most of my work is virtual. So I really take it up a notch and realize whether I do go outside and breathe too and open the door, but I need to reset myself even more if I'm doing more virtual work. But I've been getting back out there recently. Woohoo! So much. <laughs> I love it. I, I just love it. So That's I can't wait to get out more. You know? It's ve- it's very rare that someone makes it onto my card that day. <laughs> and in that, fact, I'm pretty woo. sure you're the first. Oh um, my goodness! I got on a card. Wait a minute. That's I'm it. snapping. Oh you, snap! <laughs> right, you're going to be on the forefront of my pocket every time okay. I reach into it for a while. So that's dope. And uh, you said something about before. Um, this is an old mental exercise. I forgot about that. You brought back in me, like before a meeting. Just visualize the outcome. Yep. Like, I know I do that in my morning rituals. I'll be like, ooh, what meetings do I have today? And if I remember, I'll, you know, but it's different right before the meeting to just get real happy yeah. about how great yep. it went. That's that's critical. I remember it was a short period of time in my life. This isn't something I've done for a long time. This was a mental exercise I started on and forgot about. 
and finally I'm circling back to today. Thank you for that. See, Thank you for that. I love that we bring like I have some like I'm going to try your hundred thing. I've never done that before. Oh, there's a it's a little counter on just type in digital counter on eBay or Amazon. They're like okay. two bucks each. It go it slips on your finger like a ring and you just ah. click it. You just click it each one. And then like you don't know where you're at. And all of a sudden you look at it, it says 68. You're like, all right, what else do I need to be thankful for today? <laughs> And then you just keep going. The next thing you look at it, yeah. it's at 93, and you're like, all right, I got seven more. Let's go. But here's the thing. Oh Once you're done and you hit 100, I put mine down on a nightstand. I have, I have a bunch of them. I put mine down on a nightstand, and I leave it there, but I continue. There's a huge part of me that says, oh, I hit 100. That's good. Now get up and go brush your teeth. But the, I got to override that. Yeah. I have to yeah. remind myself that while I'm brushing my teeth, I'm basically already smiling anyway. <laughs> might as well okay do well there's that yeah yeah so yeah that's a that's another thing when remembering to remember to do them i'm telling you that's the hardest part but it yields the greatest reward which is the ability to create your future so set alarms put triggers up i have a tattoo on my arm the I'm screensaver sure on my phone <laughs> I, I like over the years i'm like all right what can i do to put this in my face even more I, I I used to do my summits every month. Now I'm doing them like every five or six months. But the reason why I started doing them every month is because you need a reminder every day, not yeah. just every month. But, you know, I can't yeah. throw a summit every day. But this is something you want to remember to do every five minutes, every minute. Honestly, why yeah. would you want to be in any other? It's like this. Every second that I'm not thinking something positive, I'm basically taking food off the dinner table. Ooh. every single second and that's how i hold myself accountable yeah that's how i wake myself up more often because it's like i don't have to be super duper positive there are negative moments in life but being present is the opposite of not being present yeah yeah and being yeah. present like i said is the basis mm -hmm. and the key and the foundation of all my mental exercises all i think all mental exercises you know if you're yeah. going to picture yourself in the Bahamas on a vacation, you have to picture yourself in the Bahamas now, not a month from now. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm sitting here laughing because I had a client yesterday and, you know, they weren't like sure about all this. And I said to them, let me ask you, what's the downside? You, you're going to, they're like, well, what happened in the last month? You know, you, whether you got it, you didn't get it. And he's like, well, I was happier. I said, so the downside is you're going to feel more joyful now before you get it. So whether you believe it or not, the downside is you're going to feel better more often. <laughs> he just started laughing. Thank God. He goes, yeah, I never thought about it that way. So there's no downside, right, Neo? That's the best part. That's the best part. If you don't manifest what you wanted in the next month, at least you spent a lot of time, a lot more time smiling than yeah. you would have. Yeah. And and if people are like, yeah, but you know, I was, uh, it's kind of like in the past, and I don't really remember those moments. That then you remind them, your family did. They saw you smiling more. That made yeah. them smile more. So did your coworkers. Yeah. You earned a lot of respect from a lot of people. You walk walk around a grocery store, a bunch of strangers see you as an upbeat, happy person. You just affected so many people. Because when I see someone that's upbeat and happy and just oh, so positive in a grocery store, I'm like, yeah, I want to be like that too. 
you know, and then I, I carry the rest of my, you know, conversation or car ride home at the very least car ride home in that manner, just on yeah. that yeah. super positive note. And, and for a whole month, like, yes, the, yes. If, if your downside is you're a happier person, then this is something <laughs> yeah. you need in your life. <laughs> You know what? One of my things I do, because I do fun little games, you know, just to entertain myself when I go out into the world. And it's easy to make someone who's happy smile, but I try to get the people that are in customer service who are grumpy. I try to see how many of those people I can make laugh, you know, and I have so much fun doing it. It's almost like a game. Like, okay, come on. You're going to like me. I know you're going to like me. I know you're going to laugh. <laughs> Let's see how long is it going to take. All right. And my son, who's 18, goes, oh, my God, Mom. Please, he's, he'll, we'll go into a store and somebody he can see is grumpy. He goes, oh, God, please don't play the game. Please don't play the game. <laughs> but I have to, Neo. I have to. Yeah, it's uh, smiling does something to you. I, and and I, would, I would ask you to try this. I've done this several times on the phone. If a customer service rep is just being rude because they're yeah. just having a bad day, I'll say, hey, smile smile you know what i mean and i do that in person all the time someone's just yeah. walking around like they just got out of a horrible meeting or just got a bad yeah. phone call i'll just be like hey smile like as i'm walking by and you yeah. know I'll like or, or i'll give them a compliment i love those shoes i know a lot of ladies are like oh this guy's getting ready to hit on me but when i turn my head and keep walking <laughs> they're like wow he legitimately liked my shoes and they feel that good about it, their man. decision to buy them or they're like, wow, was I really looking that upset? Like, maybe I should smile more. And that's all <laughs> I wanted. That's why I'm, I walk around every time, every day I have a shirt that says thoughts become things written, plastered on the front. Oh, you do? Every single day. My entire wardrobe is black and white. and Dog. That say thoughts become things. It's on wristbands, the wristbands oh. that I have and I hand out everywhere wow. I go. I have a poker wow. chip that you keep in your pocket and like you feel it and you're like, oh, what's that? Oh, yeah, that's the chip. Let me do my affirmation today. So, yes, constant, constant. I'm a walking billboard for the law of attraction. <laughs> so, you know, for me to tell someone it. to smile in public is just, yeah, it's just whatever. But I do want to say this. I think it was The Untethered Soul. I recommend, highly recommend that book. Okay. It made me see it. it, it if you picture God or whoever you believe created life and is creating things as you go as a higher higher form of yourself, a higher being or whatever, basically if if God was to come down or not come down, if God was to, I guess, experience thoughts, okay, be put in my shoes, what would he be thinking? Okay, so what would the God version of me be thinking right now? When you're God. smiling or laughing, you are in more alignment with that version of you, basically. Yeah, and yeah. if you picture, I don't know why I picture two gingerbread men with like a tube connecting them at the stomach. Okay. When you're when <laughs> yeah. you're up, and, and that tube is a, is the flow of injury, energy between okay. you know the two gingerbread men. When yeah, you're upset you. and you're sad, that tube connecting you at the hip is restricted, and that's the pain that you feel, you know, in your chest. And when you're smiling it or laughing, it's at its most open and the flow of energy between you and source is at its greatest at that time so smiling is it's so great for me that's one like i said when i get out of bed i'm smiling i make sure yeah. i'm smiling yeah. and if yeah. you ever if anyone's ever really really just sat back and tried it i know everyone smiled but if you sat back and listened to what you were thinking calmed your mind got it real quiet and then smiled it invokes something 
it in, it it literally activates Absolutely. and invokes something yeah. inside of you, some kind of thought or reason to smile. So it's it's a great mental exercise to just do, just do it. Yeah, yeah, I love that. It's so simple. It's like even just getting up, like you said, and going outside in between meetings can make a huge difference. To breathe, like these things aren't complicated, but you have to remember to do it. It just be you know, over time becomes a practice, to, so that it's a habit. Neil, I got to get some of these questions in here because I had my peeps. They always send me in questions when I tell them what guest is coming on. So I'm thinking, holy moly, I could talk to you forever, but I better get a few of these in. So you ready? Right, let's rock and roll. The first one is why the switch about the police officer and moving on? I was not meant to be a police officer for that long. For the okay. whole duration, I believe. Um, I've always been that kindergarten counselor, helping people out, giving people advice, holding everyone's secrets because everyone would always just unload on to me. Um, and I've always been great at giving advice. And I've always been fascinated with the brain. So being a cop was great, helping people in the city of Camden. But I knew I was meant for something bigger than that. I, I knew mm. I was meant to help more than just the 80,000 citizens in Camden. Camden, and, New uh, Jersey? Yeah. Yeah. You familiar? Well, I live in the suburbs of Philly. so. Oh, that's right. I yeah, know, yeah. So, I yeah, know, Camden you know Camden very well. Yeah. <laughs> so, I know um, Camden very well. <laughs> so um, I, I had this conversation with God in my cop car. And it was funny. It was like he was sitting in the back seat. And I said... Let me sit at home. Please let me sit at home and study the human brain and help people on a larger scale. Ooh. You know, without the monkey suit, supervisors, all that getting up, going to schedules and all that. Let me do that. And immediately that intuitive voice that tells you turn left or duck, it said, okay. And it was like a, it was like a whisper coming from the backseat of the car. It said, okay. But whatever I show you, you have to share it. And that came with like an underlying connotation of like, no matter how silly it may sound, you have to share it. No matter how it yeah. makes you look, you have to share it. And this yeah. was when I was just starting getting into social media. This, I think this was like MySpace. Facebook wasn't yeah. was like coming out at this point. Um, so live streaming and doing videos online was it was like you only did that if you were put really ready to put yourself out there. I had never done a video before. I was yeah. a cop. We weren't even allowed to really do videos. And um, but on the same note, when you get great news, you want to shout it from the mountaintop. And that was my answer. I said, OK, you know, what I mean, I'm, I want to shout it from the mountaintops anyway. And that was it. Mm. That conversation right there set in place. A series of events, me learning the law of attraction, me learning how to meditate 16 days later, and then me obsessing over coming up with new custom mental exercises because the ones I was learning online and from people, they weren't 100% for me. It's like if I give you an affirmation that works for me, it might not fully 100% work for you. Yeah. And what I mean by that is if you do an affirmation right now, and one word makes this little knot in your chest go down. Like if you lie to yourself or if you feel sad, that knot in your chest that goes up if you're excited or happy. Yeah, yeah. If that goes down off of that one word, you need to change that affirmation. Don't use my affirmations. Mm. And the next thing about affirmations I just want to touch on is 
it, it might only last three days before you change it. That means you're progressing. Certain affirmations are meant to be changed. Yeah. So keep that in mind if you guys, you know, when you guys are doing your affirmations, uh, if you if you find yourself constantly changing them, that's a good thing. Don't get frustrated. Okay. Oh, cool. I, I but I was learning. Yeah, I was doing all these affirmations and doing all this stuff. And um, in November is when I the watcher exercise came into play that we were talking about earlier. And then 28 days later, you know, it was my last day on the streets. Oof. And I was just like, holy moly, if I can do this to retire, I can do it for anything. And then I went, then I went crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Custody yeah. of my kids, but pilot's license, moved to Florida, all the toys yeah. you can dream of. I just went berserk. And then I started going for experiences and vacations and stuff like that. So yeah, it was just, it's just been a ride. It's been a great ride. I knew I was meant for more yeah. and I, I dared to ask for I think that's the key thing. I dared yeah. to ask for it. People are like, oh, a lot of people are like, ah, I'm not even close to that yet. In three years, I'm going to, no, ask for it now. See what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this, yeah. I think they're maybe they don't want to feel disappointment. Or they don't feel worthy. A lot of people don't feel worthy. Yeah. I can't get any of my friends to imagine a, a, a cruise, an unlimited funded cruise. To play that scenario for even 30 seconds, I can't get my friends to run that scenario. I need some new friends. <laughs> <laughs> All my law of attraction community is great. You know, we talk on Facebook and stuff, but the friends around me, the ones I see, oh, I, day I can't day get out. them to run that scenario. And they just, I think it's because they feel like that's not the situation it would take a lot to get there. It's a pipe dream, and I don't. I could spend my mental time doing something else, and I'm just like so sad. That's so sad. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have friends in all walks of life to balance us out, Neo. That's how I feel. You know, they. Some of us, you know, we take our energy up, and some of them, you know, it's more of us, you know, giving to them, and it just keeps. I always say it keeps me on my toes. That's for sure. Yes, yes. So it is good to let, I hate, well, I just say it's good to let a friend vent on you when they need to, but you got to make sure that you process it the right way and rub Absolutely. it off. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. You know, and don't do that too often. You got the same yeah, friend no, who no. wants to vent to you for 45 minutes every day. Yeah. You need to warn them. I had a friend that did that a while back. Yeah. Uh, I, I warned him a couple times and then I, I had to wean him out. Yeah. I had to yeah. wean him out and he's, he's still having those 45 minute conversations every day with people. Raining yep. on their parade. Yep. I love them to death, but I can't take that on. Yeah. I got kids to, I got, you're affecting my children right now. That's how yeah. I look at it. The, the yeah. dinner and table you know thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you said, I've set really strong boundaries and I call it, yo, 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 you can't be dumping and bumping on me again. Like I, I will go. spin it and joke around. Like, and if somebody does, let's just say, oh, Okay, my little pet peeve is when they know I won't talk to them, so they'll text me this whole thing. <laughs> Guess what I do, Neil? I don't respond to it. And they're like, oh, that's right. That's right. She's not going to respond to it. So they get the idea like, yeah, that doesn't work for me, which is different than you know your friend who's in need. And when they call and if they're upset, you're like, wait a minute. Okay, they're normally not like this. That's a whole different ball of wax. I have, yeah, I've had to cut people out. It yeah. sucks, but yeah. it was, it's like, I spent all my 38 years of my life in New Jersey. 
Um, and I've been down in Florida for almost three years now. Oh, Jersey. I love my family, my people. I love them all, but I did have to leave it behind. Yeah. To accelerate. And I'll go back and I visit and I talk to them. But if I want to get to the next level, I had to leave. Oh, absolutely. And if you want to get to the next level mentally, there are certain people you'll have to leave behind. Not completely. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I love you. I just can't mess with you like that. <laughs> yeah, no more. yeah. Not I say until, love not until you get on free. my page. <laughs> yeah, love them and set them free. I call it. Yeah. And you know what? If they and if they see you accelerating and you're happy and your family's happy, that should be their drive to get on your page. And then yeah. we'll be back on the phone every day. Yeah, yeah. It's that simple. So, do you love Florida? I love. Yes, I do love Florida. Yeah, that's I a big think my heart, Jersey. My heart is in California. I've only been there once, but it was something ah. about it that has always called me. It's a beacon that is always calling me. I like I no matter where I'm at, I can turn my head and tell you California's in that direction. And oh. I'm probably probably gonna be right. And when I went there, it felt like home. Mm. I felt in peace. It was it was crazy because I'm scared of the San Andreas fault and I've never even wanted to visit. <laughs> I'm like the, the watch as soon as I go there California's gonna Stop. break off um, no, no. that's the childhood type thinking um, and then you got the movies that accelerate it yeah, but um, when I got there it, it's just home to me um, so yeah I love New Jersey it's where I grew up I love Florida it's where I do business but I think California's home okay wait a minute wait a minute I'm just like Holy moly, we only got a few minutes left and I forgot to get this one because a lot of people did ask about the money question and I see you have a statement here that says watering seeds versus energy dollars. Tell me more about that. I like to I like to think that every moment, not every second, it's very important, but every moment that we're here on this earth, we're given one energy dollar uh, to spend on what we want, be it uh, drama, success, happiness, my kid's yelling right now. Whatever the situation is, you got yeah. one energy dollar and whatever you spend it on, it will be in the ma- the majority wins. Of course, the majority. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it'll be on your doorstep like Amazon.com. And yeah. I got that. My original and what sticks better and more home for me is watering seeds. Every thought, 60 to 70,000 uh. thoughts on average per day per person is like watering, putting a drop of water into a different flower pot. Things I like about my job, things I don't like about my job, things gotcha. I like about my spouse, things I don't. So all day you're watering these seeds, and once again, majority rules. Where there once was no plant, now you have one physically in front of you. Yeah. And so yeah. I like to think of every single thought I have like watering seeds. So when I catch myself running a negative scenario, which I, with be, through repetition, I've gotten better at that, but I couldn't master that. Until I couldn't become a black belt. I'm not 100%. I don't think we ever will be. But I couldn't become a black belt at that without that foundation. Mm. I needed to have a visual aid in my background saying, ooh, that's watering a negative seed. Stop. Wake up. Gotcha. Gotcha. And yeah. and it really, really helped me out. And so, you know, I use that to uh, try to help other people out and really make it stick. I need to really make it stick so that when you're driving down the highway and you're just running negative scenarios, you're like, ooh, ooh, watering bad seeds, plants, growth in my face. Don't want that. That's the, yeah, that was the whole thing behind that. Mm. For the other questions, because now energy dollars is different than I thought. And I love, <laughs> I love the way you look at it. 
for people that, you know, say, oh, they want more money in their life. And you always hear, well, but it's hard when you see all the bills coming in. How do they shift their energy? I got that question over and over again. I'm sure you get that question too. There's a bunch of different ways. It's it, it, Money's the toughest subject because it's hard to visualize you have something if you don't, especially if you've yeah. never been a millionaire, it's hard to visualize being it's damn yeah. near impossible to visualize it. So you're going to have to attack this different ways. You're going to have to see money differently. You're going to have to see energy, life, the way things exist differently. You know, everything that like, for example, everything that exists is just one big vibrating energy wave. You're just vibrating at a different frequency than I am. And so is this desk and this microphone. So, it's all one, which makes us all one, which makes for me to want that dollar that exists outside of me is a fool's errand. I'll never receive that dollar because the only real money is me. And so, and that's hard to wrap your head around if you've never yeah, heard that yeah. before, but these yeah. are the types of things that you're going to have to, uh, a way of seeing and way of being in order for you to move and be able to, to see your abundance. Once you start to see your abundance, you'll be able to see yourself with that car, that house or that bank account. Um, but if you're just now getting into the game and you want something solid, I would think about it like this. I like to think of, uh, let's say shelter. I put everything, I break everything down into basically God's, God's shelter, everything I've ever known about shelter, how good it's been to me, whether I'm in a trailer, an apartment, a townhouse, a house, or, or a hotel, that is God's shelter. It changes color, shapes, and size, and I give it titles like that hotel, that person's house, my bedroom, but it's God's shelter, and I appreciate what it's done for me. God vehicle, God flight, appreciate what they've been in my life. Now, God money, which is not God of money. It's just everything you've ever known about money since you've been born. Yeah. Everything you've ever learned, how it flows, how you use it, your relationship with it. God money, whether if you have a penny or more, is with you. So you don't ask for money. You work on strengthening your relationship with God money, or as Morgana Ray would call her money honey. Yeah, she, she pictures God money as her basically like her spouse. Oh my God, I love that. pay for anything she wants and has paid for everything oh. she's ever wanted. So when she asks God money to pay for that, it's not a question of does it have enough money because it is money. Yeah. And yeah. it's not a question of yes or no because it, and at the end of the day, it's just another form of her inner self and she wouldn't say no to herself. So there's all kind of different work. I love that perspective. <laughs> I love that. I mean, I've heard a lot of things, but that's a whole new way of looking at it. It, and, and yeah, and another step is, and another with the whole money, honey situation that, that I've taken was that like when you question it, can I afford that? You're basically disrespecting your spouse. You're disrespecting that essence. Of course I can afford it. I am yeah. money, yeah. you know? Yeah. And yeah. Um, it, it helps ease some of the ego kicking your back in when you're trying to manifest, when you're trying to visualize. And that's that's all we're trying to do. Trick, tricking the ego long enough to shut up and let me sit and marinate in this moment and pull it towards me until it gets here. That's the name of the game right there. Well, Neo, I think we have to wrap it up. It's very sad. I've loved chatting with you. This has been so much fun. I really appreciate you coming on the show. But before we leave, please tell us again how they can find you. Neopositivity.com is the one-stop shop for the summit, which is neozellowaysummit.com. 
um, the Instagram, the Facebook, it's the one-stop shop. So just neopositivity.com. You can subscribe to the newsletter. You can contact me. It'll take you to the Facebook to see the live streams that I'm always mm-hmm. doing with different mental exercises, the TikToks, the Instagrams. Just check me out there. And, uh, I'll definitely, definitely, uh, be putting out more content and respond to you guys. I love hearing from everybody. I love the comments and thank mm-hmm. you for being, uh, what, what I like to call, a soldier in the war on negativity. I would call you a general, Ooh. actually. So thank you, Sandy, for doing that. Because out of all the things you could be doing with your day, you're taking time out to learn more about yourself so that you can help others. And then you're doing podcasts, which is time and effort and energy and money to help others. So we definitely need more people like you out here. And uh, thank you for everything that you're doing. And thank you for having me on. Neo, it's my pleasure. And my let's keep it real people. Come on. Neo kept it real and then some. So I know for sure you're going to want to share this with the world. And you know what I'm going to say. Until next time. Toodles. Thanks for listening. Be sure to share and subscribe if you enjoyed the show. And remember, keep spreading the positive.